the talking piece your information communication station the talking piece aka myra braxton coming at you first peter chapter 5 verse 8 be sober well balanced and self-disciplined be alert and cautious at all times that enemy of yours the devil prowls around like a roaring lion fiercely hungry seeking someone to devour spiritual warfare in spiritual warfare jesus never told us to fight jesus tells us to stand and he will fight for us what do i learn about jesus from this verse tp family well jesus was always sober mindedness jesus was single-minded focused in heart soul and spirit let me read that verse over again first peter chapter 5 verse 8 it says be sobered well balanced and self-disciplined be alert and cautious at all times be alert be sobered be cautious at all times that enemy of yours the devil prowls around like a roaring lion fiercely hungry seeking someone to devour he doesn't the devil doesn't care about you at all remember he was an angel and he got kicked out of heaven because he tried to be god because he tried to take over heaven and denounce god and and thought he was a god he roams around god has given him a certain time to roam around as the prince of the air he doesn't care about you his aim at you is to kill steal and destroy and if he can get you to stop praising god if he can get you to stop praying if he can get you in your thoughts and mess you up with that in the enemy in the enemy of your thoughts if he can get that mind that's why you always have to be vigilant you have to be well balanced. Jesus, this is what Jesus, this is what you need to learn about Jesus. That's why you have to have an active relationship with Jesus. When Jesus was single-minded in heart, soul, and spirit, as he walked the three years down here for his ministry, Jesus is grace personified. And when he died for me, but naked on the cross he already had preordained my life to have an eternal relationship with him he died for you but naked on the cross he has already preordained your life to have an eternal relationship with you we're fighting from victory god has god has never asked us to take up a fight against the enemy he simply asks us to stand in our relationship with him jesus entire being is always well balanced it is always self-disciplined 
before the devil. And we see that in Matthew's chapter four, verses five through nine. During the temptation of Christ, based and lived on the entire word of his father. There's nothing that Jesus didn't do that his father didn't tell him. In every area and arena of who he is, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. That's all Jesus was about. And again, when you read about Jesus going into the wilderness to fast and the tempter, that's the devil, coming before him. And let me tell you something. I give the devil no presidents. I don't even like saying his name. I don't give him any presidents. You cannot. This is what Jesus did. And I'm going to read this for you. And I want you to open up your word to read it and study it yourself. We win half of our battles through the power of Christ by reading his word, meditating on his word and being in his word. Just don't go out for the battle through the power of Jesus Christ. Remember, Jesus already won the war. So that's what you're going after. You're letting Jesus win the war. Battles is nothing to him. It's a little blip on his fingertips. So this is what was said in Matthew's four, chapter four, verses three through nine, when Jesus was tempted. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus replied, it is written and forever remains written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. That was verse three and four. Now I'm taking you to verse five. Then the devil took him into the holy city, Jerusalem, and placed him on the pinnacle, the highest point of the temple. And he said mockingly to him, see how the devil don't care nothing about you? If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to serve, care for, protect and watch over you and they will lift you up on their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus had already won the victory. His father sent him. They are one. And that's a lot of times where we get tripped up at, which is why we need to imitate Jesus in his life because we get tripped up at trying to answer the enemy back. Don't even answer him back. Don't give him any precedence. Trip him up with the word. Just like Jesus is saying in verse seven, Jesus said to him, on the other hand, it is written and forever remains written. You shall not test the Lord your God. See, here's the enemy coming. He coming back again. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory, splendor, magnificence, and excellence of them. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. 
Now, isn't this the way of the enemy? He gets us by our pride of life, our pride of flesh, and our pride of the eyes and our mouth. Sometimes we just need to, well, all the time, we just need to do what Jesus then said to him. Go away, Satan. Go away, Satan. It is written and forever remains written. You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and ministered to him, bringing him food and serving him. Now, I just caught this TP family because I'm reading from you the Amplified Bible. I switch up my Bibles all the time and do that TP family. I just caught that Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And when he had told Satan the last thing, he said, go away, Satan. This is verse 10. Then Jesus said to him, go away, Satan, for it is written and forever remains written. You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and ministered to him, bringing him food and serving him. See, Jesus always knew who he was and whom he was and who he is. He is the father. So he already knew since father hit fob, the father sent him that this was going to happen. And that's why there is no temptation that you need to buckle under that God hasn't already known as Eldea, the God of all knowledge, that you will be sent forth in or that will come to you. Stop making excuses for the inner me. Oh, that's just the way my behavior is. That's just the way I am. Stop being you and be the image of God. Let God be the one. Let Jesus be the one that perfects that concerning you. The Lord never told you to fight against Satan. Remember, we are to stand in the word. Jesus continued to say, go away, Satan, for it is written and forever remains written. That means God's word does not change. Your behavior may change, but his word is tried and true. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. His word is the way, the truth, and the light. When you are engaging in spiritual warfare, your weapons is the word of God. It is prayer. It is purpose of glorifying Jesus, power and praise. And as Exodus 14 and 14 says, the Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Don't let 
the white noise get to you. Don't let the white noise upset you. The more you praise God and you call out the name of Jesus, God will dissipate the darkness. God is darkness. So wherever God is, his light dissipates the darkness. Remember, he created darkness. It tells you in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. Read the creation story. Jesus, the whole Bible is Jesus' love story to you. You just have to want a true relationship with him. You just have to want to go to Jesus. If you are fighting spiritual warfare in your own power and in your own way, you are not going to overcome it. You overcome it by the blood of Jesus Christ. You overcome it by prayer and your relationship with him. Don't you let anyone tell you differently. And if you're around someone who is not giving you the true word of God, you go to God and you pick up the Bible. You can still get the Gideon Bibles for free. I believe they still have them in every hotel room. You can still go to church. And if you need a Bible and you can't afford a Bible, get a Bible from the church. I believe churches still give out free Bibles. So you get that. You get that Bible and you read the Bible and you read. If you are not saved, all you need to do is go before God and say, Lord, I need you to save a wretched sinner like me. You need to confess with your mouth. And you have to believe that Jesus can transform your life and that he gave his life for a low down dirty sinner like you and like I was. So if that's your modus operandi, you want to have a transformational life with Jesus Christ, you need to confess your low down dirty sins. There's nothing good about us. There's no redeemable qualities in us. But when we give our life to Christ, then that transformation comes and you will be able to have a thriving, abundant life down here on earth with Jesus Christ. And then the wonderful thing about it is God's story didn't just end at the cross. That was about us. That was about our low down dirty sins. As God was dying on the cross, for those five to nine hours, he then was taking back the keys of hell and he was reverting every sin, past, pre present, and future. Did you not think God didn't know you were going to do that diabolical act? Did you not think that the spiritual warfares that we go through, that Eldea, the God of knowledge, doesn't know about it? Do you not think that every word you utter or before you utter it, God knows it? Do you not think that an all-powerful God and an all-present God and an all-knowing God can see here everything that you do, every thought before you think it? Stop trying to Fight your inner me of your spiritual warfares. You can't win it. But with Christ, he's already 
conquered the victory for you. I'm not sure, TP family, who I'm talking to, but I know that I'm talking to myself first and I'm giving you the modus operandi of what you need to do. You know, a lot of times because our inner me and our flesh is spiritual warfare, it wins out and we said, oh, I can't do this. This, this is too big of a challenge. This is too many circumstances. This is too many issues. God never asks any of us to take on the issues and the circumstances and the burdens of life. He said in spiritual warfare, my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Yes, we pick up our cross and bear it, but our heavy load, God will not put on you anything you cannot bear. And for those who are in a backslidden state, you go to God right now and you just ask for forgiveness. God is not like man. He is not a man that will lie. Everything in his word is tried and true. As my brother from another mother says, Brandon, put some respect on God's name. And I always tell him when I talk to him, or I text him, I'm putting respect on God's name. Your purpose is to glorify God in a relationship with him. Your calling is how God wants you to walk out what he has purposely put in you on this earth. God never asks you to fight spiritual warfare. You see in Matthews 4, verses three through nine, he never went to war against the, the enemy. He already had his words. And sometimes if you're hanging around someone that is influencing you in the wrong way or telling you things that are not true, you say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You use the Lord's name and you get out of that relationship fast. You get away from that person fast. Don't turn to the right, turn or nor to the left. Sometimes we stay in things because of our flesh. Sometimes we are fighting the spiritual warfare of who the demons that are inside of you. We already know the enemy is the prince of the air. He's not bothering with the people. He already got his little minions. He got working for him. He's not bothering with those people. He wants the ones that has a relationship with God. Because if he can get into it with you, with showing you all shiny, everything Shiny don't have to be about your material possessions. It's about your behaviors. Are you really being obedient to God? Are you really continuing ask God to clean up your behaviors? That's why it's so important to know who Jesus is 
in whom you are in the image of Jesus Christ. And don't you let no one tell you differently. You read and you study the word and you meditate on the word for yourself. That's the only way that you can be transformed in this life. And if you love Jesus, you are going to want to do those things anyway. Because his burden is light and his yoke is easy. God ain't asking us to do nothing hard. You only want to think it's hard because you love doing your sin. You love being low down and dirty in your behaviors. You love the depravity of the flesh. All the while that inner me is eating you up and chewing you out. And you don't even know it. So stop your spiritual warfare of the inner me. Stop your spiritual warfare of fighting against a losing battle against your enemies. That's how the enemy tears you up when he knows, if he knows he can get a foothold into your prayer life, into your praise, and get you away from reading the word, from praying, and from purposely praising the Lord with faith and trust, he knows he can get you. He's the prince of the air. And he has a loud roar, but guess what? Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And he has the lion on the, on the leash. So when Jesus yanks that chain, Jesus takes his hand and quiets the mouth of the enemy. So you don't worry about the white noise. You go ahead and you let Jesus fight your spiritual warfare. You remain calm and silent. This is the talking piece signing off until next time.